Cosmo, please. Cosmo. Thank you, Alice. <laughs> the, the girlfriend is here. She probably won't say anything, but... Except to yell at Cosmo. Yes. Because that's the only person who he actually listens to. Oh, yeah. I, I've clearly spoiled him so much. He behaves completely differently around me yeah. and then around her. You're like the fun mom, and she's the strict mom. Thanks. <laughs> well, can you imagine if we were both the fun mom? Oh, my God. He would really be a tornado. Yeah. yeah. Hi, Allison. How are you doing today? I'm doing pretty good. I, I had my aura read via egg. Mm-hmm. And uh, it came out very clear. <laughs> yeah, very good positive reading. A very good positive egg. Just like me. Full-fledged egg. Full-fledged egg. So that was good to hear, because I was worried for a while, because there's been, like, weird stuff going on. But I've also been, like, doing stuff to counteract the, the badness. Mm-hmm. Florida water just sprayed all over the room. Yeah, I need to get a spray for mine. Ah, oh, so good. But yeah. So I'm I'm happy about that. I'm in a good mood now. We might go to the Botanico later, hit that up. I'm excited. How are you? Sylvia doesn't want me talking about my anime profile picture on pod. No. <laughs> I still have the pants as my wallpaper. <laughs> See, we both have our husbandos as our wallpaper. Do not imply that the <laughs> walking pants are my husband. You I mean you love them. I do. You're married to them. <laughs> anyway, <laughs> I'm doing pretty good. We went on a little adventure this morning, Alice and I. <laughs> Please silence your phone. We're in the movies. Sorry. <laughs> <laughs> Please silence your phone. You will be shot in sight. <laughs> silence is golden. Why were those so, like, menacing? <laughs> I, I don't know. Remember the one that, like, I hated... Where it looked yeah. like a horror movie. Yeah, it was like implying that you were going to die if you didn't silence your phone. Well, it was texting and driving, but yeah. Oh, oh I think we're thinking of two different ones. Everything always ends in death, yeah. which is kind of relevant to what we're going to be talking about today. <laughs> yes. Allison, what are we talking about today? So, today, we were thinking, hmm, what can we do that's like a holiday-ish type episode? For, you know, the holidays, obviously, since they're upon us, even though it doesn't quite feel like it yet. So we racked our brains for way too long before you were like, hey, let's just pick the, the fruit that's right in front of us and talk about Krampus. <laughs> just like last year when we were doing, let's do Christmas time murder, and both of us completely forgot about Jean Benet. Yep. Well, I know we talked we talked a little bit about her. It's just yeah, it feels in, too obvious. Yeah, but if, when we were first thinking of cases, neither of us had oh, thought yeah. of it. True. <laughs> then afterwards we were like, duh. Yeah, same with Lacey Peterson too. <laughs> it was just like, oh wait. That's so that, I keep forgetting that's a Christmas time case, but mm -hmm. anyway. No, we're gonna talk about the one. The only, the Christmas demon. Krampus. You know him, you love him, you probably see the billion memes about him. I kind of love that he's just become a meme, even though he's like this very specific folklore demon. I feel like most of the people who meme him out don't even really know that he's an entirely separate entity. They're just like, oh, it's, it's creepy Santa. Yeah, uh, which is kind of right, but also not. It's correct, except completely different. So, I just wanted to also add in a 
I wanted to add in a little disclaimer. There are other Christmas demons. I'm going to talk briefly about one other. Mm-hmm. If we miss any Christmas demons, please email us at... Well, there's another one that I've very obviously chosen to ignore, which is the Yule Lads. Yeah. And I've chosen to ignore them because I don't listen to many podcasts, but like the four I listen to have <laughs> all done an episode on the Yule Lads. I love that. The Lad of Yules. So I feel like it, it's absolute. Weirdly enough, I haven't seen a Krampus episode, but yeah. I've seen like a lot of Yule Lads. Yeah, I was surprised. There was one podcast I listened to that I was certain did an episode on Krampus, but it turned out it didn't exist. So we're going to be the Krampus episode that we need to see in the world. Yeah, this is very, it's very bizarre. Yeah, it's like, because he's such a meme, but then no one ever talks about where he came from. Mm-hmm. So let's find out the origin of the meme and dig into the history of our good friend, the Christmas demon, Krampo. Love him. All right. So what is a Krampus? So we're going to start off with some history. A Krampus, boys and girls, and those who do not identify, are, is, wait, let me open up the notes. Do you want to read off my phone? Hold on. I got this. We just played hot potato with Bing spazzing down the couch. <laughs> so Krampus is a demon who punishes children who've been bad around the holiday time. Yeah, take your lump of coal and magnify it by a thousand. Yeah. And set it on fire. It's not even like the same ballpark. So over here in the US, you know, we have Santa Claus who is associated with Christmas and he's kind of like this he kind of does the job of Krampus and another person, St. Nicholas, where he gives gifts to the good children and he gives coal to the bad children, and that's pretty much it. Mm-hmm. But in other parts of the world, you have St. Nicholas and you have his, like, diametrically opposed enemy, and in this case, it's Krampus. You know, it's kind of funny in a way. It's like you fire two employees and hire one person to do the job of both of them. Yeah, basically, is that's what Santa is over here. Except Krampus is way more terrifying than Santa could ever be. Yeah, you think getting coal is wor- is bad? I always kind of wanted coal. Because <laughs> I was like, I-, I don't know why, it just sounded so cool to me. I was like, what if I just get a rock for Christmas? <laughs> I, I wasn't I wasn't the witch. No. I got those coal candies for Christmas. And they tasted bad too. So There's coal candy? Yeah. I didn't know about this. Yeah, there's coal candy. That's what Krampus is gonna give out in the Pixar movie. But anyway, yeah, the original Krampus myth is not child friendly. But it was told to children. Yeah, you know. to keep them be- behaving. Yep. Back then the parenting tips were scare your child into submission. Basically, yeah, but we'll get into that more later. Let's go over a little bit more history. So Krampus originates from Germanic tradition, so specifically what is now Germany and Austria, uh, specific, more, even more specifically the uh, Bavaria portion of Germany, and is believed to predate Christianity. It's believed that he's actually of pagan origin, and um, no one knows for certain because so much of early paganism has just been lost to time or suppressed by the church. Mm-hmm. But in paganism, you do have the figure of the horned god, who is kind of the same as Krampus in his appearance, where he's like half man, half goat. 
Yeah, so we were talking about this on the phone yesterday, and I want to bring it up again. Yes. So we were rewind to our Halloween episode where we stole bits and pieces, as we, I mean, the Catholics yes. and Christians, we stole bits and pieces of paganism so that way we could easily convert people into Catholicism and Christianity. Mm-hmm. And what's funny is that Krampus is like a mirror opposite of St. Nicholas. But St. Nicholas did not come for a long time. Mm-hmm. So it's kind of like who came first, the chicken or the egg? And it was like the Krampus came first by mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Which I think is why a lot of people think that he's he predates, Christ, uh, predates Christianity. Because, like, he's just been around for a long time. But then it's like, then who copied who? Christians copied the pagans in most cases, so that's going to be my my two cents. But then that would imply that St. Nicholas isn't a real saint, but we as Catholic and former Catholic (laughs) know that he is real. Yeah. I don't know. I think maybe they kind of like terraformed, I can't find the right form, (laughs) the white word, but they kind of like terror, like tailored. Tailored is the word I'm thinking of. They kind of tailored the St. Nicholas meme. (laughs) St. Nicholas myth. To kind of fit in Krampus in certain areas of the world. Because, you know, you still have St. Nicholas without Krampus in some parts mm-hmm. of Europe. And obviously over here. Alright. Food for thought. Yep. If you have any opinions on theology, please email us. Anyway. So, because he is depicted as half-goat, half-man, it took almost no time at all for him to be linked to the devil. Because, of course. I'm pretty sure there are other reasons he's been linked to the devil. It could be anything. (laughs) His appearance definitely doesn't help. Where it's like, you know, you have him being very closely associated to the horned god. And, of course, you know, that's evil and heathen-like. So we have to make him the villain. I'm sure there's more to it than that. but No, that's the only thing. He's also known to wear and carry chains, which was something that wasn't in the original version of Krampus, but it was kind of added on by the church to further associate him with the devil. Because, like, binding. This part is the church, like, coming in and being like, wait, we gotta fix this pagan thing to fit our agenda. Mm -hmm. And there are also theories that he he might be tied to pagan initiation rituals. So he's kind of like a neutral figure at first. He wasn't outright evil at this point yet. But then again, like I said, they don't know for certain where exactly Krampus came from because so much of history has been lost and it's horrifying to think about that. Mm. And history was written by the oppressors. That's also very true. So another theory is that Krampus is derived from the goddess of winter, Perkta. Perkta is similar to Santa, kind of, in a way... um, because she appears as to both good and bad children. So she will give gifts to the good children. And then the bad children uh, basically get murdered brutally. <laughs> so very similar to what we're going to hear about with Krampus. Um, she also has two forms where she appears young and beautiful to the good children. And then to the bad ones, she's just this monstrous old hag. I mean, I would I would like to see her one day. She seems pretty cool, honestly. Like, I'm a fan. We stand. We stand, Perkta. <laughs> Let's bring her back. 
So our friend Krampus, he's also depicted carrying, like, the sack mm-hmm. that we all know and love, which is a big part of who he is. Yeah. And, you know, we also see that imagery with Santa Claus. Mm-hmm. So it's like, you know, another opposite thing. Mm-hmm. Uh, but this sack does not hold presents. In fact, it holds children. Yes. Because K- Krampus is known to kidnap the bad children <laughs> Yeah, and- as part of their punishment. And there's some ideas of what he does with the children afterwards. Basically, nothing good. Yeah. (laughs) So it depends on who's telling the story exactly. Sometimes he kills the children. Sometimes he just tortures them. Sometimes he sends them directly to hell. Going back to that devil comparison. It's funny. It's like, you kicked your sister. Get in the boiling pot of oil. Yeah. It's like, what you did wasn't great, but does it deserve death? Probably not. Prob no. 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 It's like we've all been there. So, as we kind of said earlier, he's a cautionary tale. The boogeyman of sorts. The, mm-hmm. you better pick up your socks or else the Krampus is going to come and get you. Yeah. Again, probably just a little too overboard considering what the crime was. But, you know, that's the way, unfortunately, that old school traditions you know taught morality to children and we kind of talked about this before with uh cropsy mm-hmm. where it's like there's always these horrifying tales for children you see it a lot like with the brothers Grimm and stuff and like especially in that area of germany where it's just like if you don't do this right you'll get your thumbs chopped off <laughs> what's that one very popular german tale the guy with like scissor hands oh i forgot his name but I know exactly who you're talking about. He's cool. Yeah, he's pretty cool. <laughs> I don't stand him because, like, he cuts children's thumbs off, but... Yeah. 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 Something I learned while doing this research is, like many, I thought Krampus was just another version of Santa. So he, like, mm-hmm. snuck into your room on Christmas. But uh-huh. no, his, he actually has his own day, which is December 5th. Yeah. That is Krampus night. Well, yeah, it's celebrated at night. This Krampus night. <laughs> it feels <laughs> yeah, not right. 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 Oh, yes, it's Krampus night. Oh, what a night. Oh, what a night. <laughs> In German, it is known as Krampusnacht. I hope I said that right. Sounds right. So that is when Krampus is believed to walk the earth and steal the children away. So I kind of like this idea because then it's like he's... Like is a very wrong word, but... (laughs) I enjoy this idea. So that way, like, if he were to steal your bad children away, you have some time to mourn before Christmas comes? I... I have questions, though. Like, obviously, I'm sorry for any believers out there, but Krampus isn't real. Like, what do you say to children who were, like, supposedly, like, oh, yeah, what's-his-face got snatched up? It's like, no, he's fine. He's right over there. He did all this bad stuff, and he's okay. Be like, oh, I guess he wasn't bad enough, or he must have redeemed himself, or he prayed enough. He killed 15 people. I guess he just prayed right enough. Oh, yeah, true. He that... cleansed his aura before going to sleep he that night. He cleansed his aura. He did his egg reading. He put a red X on his door. <laughs> he burned all his candles. He uh, smoke cleansed everything. <laughs> he's, he slept in a uh, bed of sage. <laughs> responsibly ethically sourced sourced sage garden sage garden sage (laughs) because one thing he doesn't do 
you know, he couldn't murder 15 people, but what he doesn't do is cultural appropriation. Yeah, that is where we draw the line here. <laughs> I can excuse murder, but cultural appropriation, that I can't stand for. <laughs> What's this guy's name? I don't know, but I feel like Burning Sage would get him, ki- like, lynched during this time. So maybe we went a little too far, and he's gonna v- be visited by Krampus well, Now again. Krampus is absolutely coming for him. Yeah, it's like, oh, sweet, like, you, be- like, this is pagan, like, I'm pagan, like, let's hang out, let's mm-hmm. talk, man. You stay up and wait for Krampus, because you know he's coming for you, and you're <laughs> just like, listen, I've got a proposition. This sounds like the worst porno ever. What <laughs> the like, what? I don't know. That's just what it sounded like to me. Triple X. With Krampus? Triple X Krampus. I mean, he does carry chains and whips. Stop it. I'm leaving. <laughs> the door's over there. He does punish people. We have to, no, in this case, it's adults, because then, nah. Oh, no, we made yeah. everything worse. Oh, God, I'm sorry. Let's continue. Anyway, Let's leave. just please ignore everything we just said for the past... 30 minutes. <laughs> so, yes. Um, so, over time, Krampus has kind of become this cautionary tale that was used to horrify children. And he kind of became, like, an icon. He became iconic. <laughs> yeah. He's, like, kind of like the Grinch, where it's, like, for the people who hate Christmas. Yeah. There you go. Yeah, it's like, this is your, your counterculture icon, man. Yeah, so... I've noticed that he's really, really beloved in the goth subculture. I wonder why. I, yeah, I, who who knows? <laughs> Move over, Bone Daddy. We got <laughs> Krampus. <laughs> bone Daddy. <laughs> I still I still think about that and cry myself to sleep every night. Disney had made some decisions. <laughs> so I I have a theory about this. Um, I'm going. I'm skipping forward a little bit. So I think that. Because Krampus is kind of diametrically opposed to good, the good that is St. Nicholas slash Santa Claus, um, he's been given new life by those who reject traditional Christianity. Hmm. So it's kind of like how a lot of goths really like are into like satanic imagery. I feel like it's just like an extension of that and why he's so popular and why you can buy like crazy amounts of merchandise from him on killstar.com .gov .gov, <laughs> .gov. <laughs> uh, yeah I agree I mean we always tend to lean more towards the creepy the dark the demonic versions the villain everyone, the villain. everyone loves a villain and he is the villain of Christmas which is the time of year most people don't associate with having a villain oh no of course yeah. there's villains in Christmas yeah Scrooge Doogie Boogie. That's all I can think of. <laughs> Scrooge. Scrooge is just... He's an anti-hero. <laughs> I don't know. But, um, because he's so popular now, I feel like his whole modus operandi has kind of been, like, censored a bit. Because it's very hard to like a child kidnapper slash murderer. So, now he's generally more depicted as being mischievous so he'll pull pranks he won't necessarily kill children anymore i mean the first time i heard about krampus i was already like i think i was in high school so i was like yeah no this guy like kills kids and eats them yeah 
Yeah, but I feel, I don't know, I feel like a lot of people to make it more, like, palatable have kind of changed it. So now Krampus and the Yule Lads have joined forces, yes. is what you're telling me. <laughs> Basically. That sounds like a great band. Krampus and the Yule Lads. Oh, that does sound like a good band. That That's our goth Christmas band. <laughs> <laughs> so... Now that Krampus has entered the mainstream, there are even more festivals dedicated to him, not just in the areas of Germany and Austria, but even in the U.S., there's like a whole bunch of Krampus celebrations around this time of year. Let's go to one. We should. I don't know where the nearest one is, but I know there's like ones in L.A. and Toronto. It's always L.A. Right? It's like, usually it's like L.A. and New York, but I didn't see a New York one. So here's hoping that we can get that instead of SantaCon. Oh, God. Can we please, please get, like, a Krampus day, night, instead of SantaCon? I mean, then again, this is the same America where people were crying over a red cup. Do you think that they would oh, true. tolerate a demon Santa? I would, but that's I mean, just me. We, yeah, we would. Yeah, it's like, New York is big enough. You can go to your, you know, red cup festival, <laughs> and we can go to Krampus night. By the way, I have Starbucks right here, and I was talking about before, there's no Jesus on here, so I'm greatly offended. Mm. It's just holiday colors. You better go talk to Jeff Bezos. I will t- <laughs> Wait, why do I talk to Jeff Bezos? Because he's the richest man in the world. Who do something? Oh, uh, true. Fair enough. <laughs> so, yeah. Um, so, I have here in the notes, it's basically like a goth version of SantaCon, these Krampus festivals. People dress up as Krampus, they play pranks and jokes, they don't murder kids as far as I saw, which is probably for the better, I would say. I'm I'm gonna venture out and say that, that um, killing kids is probably bad. Probably. Probably. Um, So another reason why I think that Krampus is becoming so popular is because of the rise of, like, anti-Christmas sentiments where people are just kind of rebelling against either the religious, the capitalist, or both associations of Christmas. I definitely understand like where the anti-capitalist sentiment's coming from because I'm sick of Christmas being like super commercialized even yeah. though I'm not Catholic anymore. <laughs> it's just like, it's it's annoying. So, you know, again, this idea of having a Christmas villain who is very anti-buy-everything, anti-materialism. Mm-hmm. He's just straight up about kidnapping. It's kind of refreshing to some people. So, yeah, you can... Because Krampus is just so mainstream now, you can buy a bunch of different merch for him. There's Krampus plushies. There's Krampus... Oh, Krampus plushie. Go to Killstar. No. <laughs> There's postcards... There's shirts, mugs, costumes. I have a Krampus candle that I bought recently from this great store called the Madame Phoenix. Not sponsored. I just love their stuff. Oh, they're great. They are great. And it smells like Krampus. (laughs) That was one of the reviews was like, it smells like Krampus. And I was like, well, now I have to have it. I'm I'm not going to make a comment, actually. Okay. Redacted. (laughs) Yes, my comment has been redacted. (laughs) And it smells very good. It smells like tobacco, birch. It's very woodsy. And it's a nice alternative to, like, the usual holiday scented candles you have, where it's just, like, 
snow mixed with magic and love and peace. I want a candle that smells like magic, love, and peace. But the thing is, it's always a dessert. Yeah, oh my god. <laughs> it's always a dessert scent. I don't know if I've said this on pod, but I cannot stand food-scented candles. I don't want to be hungry. That's fair. It depends on the one for me, because I feel like some of them are a little too strong, where it just feels like someone's shoving cake into your nostrils. Mm-hmm. I like ones that are subtle, but... I like ones that smell like a man. Yeah. I'm yeah. gay, but, like, my sense, I want men. That's... <laughs> Hi, wife. It's a, uh, it's a Alice thing. walked in at yeah. the wrong moment. <laughs> I want men. <laughs> but that's kind of how the Krampus uh, candle smells. It smells like a good aftershave, not like Axe body spray. You know? So, if you guys, I'll link that down below if you guys want to check out the Krampus candle and support a pretty good shop. Oh, yeah, they're great. They're in Canada? Yes. So, they are, I believe they're Toronto based. So, it, shipping over here takes a little while, but it was worth the wait. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Anyway, now that I'm off my soapbox. Soapbox. Ah. Ah. Oh, our order's on the move. Yay. Lunch is on the way. 19 minutes. So I had already mentioned earlier, like, I heard of Krampus, probably in high school, I think it was. Pretty positive it was our friend Lance. Oh, yeah. Lance would know about Krampus. So when when did you first hear of Evil Santa Man? Mm-hmm. So it was also around the time we were in high school. I saw it as a bit on late night TV. Um, this comedian, uh, Stephen Colbert, I forget, he does, like, The Late Show now, but he used to have his show on Comedy Central where he made fun of politics, and somehow he, like, discovered what Krampus was and was, like, promoting him during the holiday season. It's like, yeah, let's celebrate Krampus! So that's when I first heard of him, and, you know, I heard the original, like, he kidnaps and murders children thing, version of Krampus, rather. So... I got confused when other people were like, oh no, he's just like, he's, they essentially made him into like Loki, where he's just mischievous and plays pranks. I'm pretty sure original Loki has committed at least a murder. He's he's committed so many atrocities. So the fact that now he's just like, when people are like, oh, he's a trickster god, he'll like untie your shoelaces. I'm like, I'm pretty sure he's done more than just that. Yeah, it's like, no, I'm sure he's done, yeah, he's definitely committed some like sins <laughs> i mean i don't follow any norse gods so like what do i know but i'm i'm, I'm just gonna say that i think i think i'm right mm-hmm. also shout out to freya who has a chariot pulled by cats right. oh my gosh all right queen freya she's doing everything right i know like can i be her somehow like and like it's tradition in viking weddings to gift the bride a cat because um... of freya Yes, please. I want that. I am 1% Norwegian. Can I I still do that? (laughs) So, along with Stephen Colbert, we have a Krampus movie. Yes. So there are many, many Krampus movies, and he shows up in a bunch of different fictional works as a character. But we are going to talk about Krampus, the movie, which came out in 2015. I have not seen it. You have. I have. (laughs) Please enlighten me as to why this is your favorite movie. So, one thing, Krampus does have a spot in my heart, and it will sadly always have a spot in my heart, because that was me and Alice's first official date. Oh! 
That's so oh, sweet. Watching Krampus. Remember the movie I kept texting you about and I'm like, it's going to be bad? And yeah. you're like, well, I want to go see it. <laughs> it was bad. Yeah, that was, like, you know, we've had, like, some dates beforehand, but this was, like, the first time we had a date after being, like, you want to be my girlfriend? And I'm like, I thought we already were. <laughs> Your first date after, it was, like, official official. Yeah. Like, Facebook official. <laughs> Yeah, I, I was like five steps ahead. I it was like, oh, I had my first date. Let me change my Facebook status. You he already got the U-Haul out. Yeah. <laughs> Basically. <laughs> All right. So this movie, it was a ride, like a good ride, or like the spinning teacups ride. The spinning teacups ride is a good ride. It depends. <laughs> it, it makes me dizzy. So first. It was kind of advertised as, like, a serious, scary movie. Yeah. I watched the trailer, and I thought it was a serious movie at first. I was really confused why Adam Scott was, like, one of the main guys in it. So I was like, but it looks serious, so... I honestly still to this day cannot tell you if it was a serious movie or, like, a comedy. Mm -hmm. Because it was so much a bit of both. Basically, it's, um... Like, the son of this family who's trying to keep alive the Christmas spirit, but capitalism and yeah. just the hustle and bustle of Christmas is ruining it for everybody. So instead of writing a letter to Santa, he pretty much, like, tells Santa to F off and, like, rips up the letter. Mm-hmm. There's this one scene I want to bring up that has, like, nothing to do with anything I'm saying, but it sticks in my mind. They were getting, like, Santa photos, like, early in the movie, like, first scene, and when they get the photos home, like, the mom notices that Santa was checking out, like, her teenage daughter. No one does anything about it. Okay. So, that happened. Yeah, I'm, uh, well, I'm glad we had that in this movie. And, um, alright, so whole family's over, everybody's not having a good time, and, cause you know, it's, oh no, family's here. Yeah. Uh, which... It depends on the family. And this is, like, the the main family is kind of, like, the hoity-toity kind of family. Yeah. And the other one, it's like, oh, we shoved everyone in the pickup truck, and we drove, like, all the way from Kentucky to be here. Poor Kentucky. (laughs) To our listeners in Kentucky, if you exist, I apologize. Yeah, I mean, it was just the first state that came to my mind. Louisville. (laughs) Yes. That's all I can, that's all I know about Kentucky, is that it's not Louisville, it's Louisville. Anyway... Um, you know, it's like, they're the weird family, and I think the teenage daughter leaves at this point, because she wants to go spend time with her boyfriend. Mm -hmm. This becomes a little relevant later on. I think she left, and then a blizzard happens, and we're all trapped in the house now, and all the heat's out, and all the electricity and lights out, so we're now all forced to huddle together in front of the fireplace. That sounds awful. And then... Oh, no. The Krampus. Um, he doesn't come, like, just one night. I'm pretty sure he came over, like, a span of a few nights. Mm-hmm. So they've just been, like, stuck in the house for mm-hmm. a few days. Yeah, and, like, some of the kids, like, go missing, or some of the parents go missing. That sounds like punishment enough. And one of the best scenes was the gingerbread men. Oh, I forgot to mention, it's not Krampus himself. He, like, sends people. So, like, there's, like, demon elves who come and, like, Bless. kill someone. And then there's, like, oh my gosh, it's the gingerbread men. 
And they, like, dangle something out from the fireplace, like a food, and you know it's gonna be the fat boy that goes for it, because, ha, 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 ha get it, ha, funny. Ha, 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 he can't handle any sweets uh, in front of him, ha, 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 ha. Uh, I, I guess this movie really is a comedy, I've never heard that joke before. And, like, this is the scene where I'm like, this is clearly, like, not a serious movie, right? Because it's like, this fat boy acting like a fish on a line, and they're trying to, like, pull him out from the fireplace while these CGI'd gingerbread men, who look straight like they're out of Shrek, trying to, like, pull him up the chimney. And it's like, am I supposed to be laughing now or scared? Mm -hmm. I I can't really tell. (laughs) Yes. And basically, that's kind of... It seems like the movie gets a little more serious as it goes down. Why? There's one point where they do, like, leave the house because they're trying to now get the daughter who's not there and, like, escape. That doesn't work. And this is when Big Bad Krampus comes around and he's, like, stealing the whole family. And I think in this movie, the lore is that Krampus, like, kidnaps you Mm -hmm. and will leave the person who summoned him. Like, he's got to be summoned. Uh Like, just, just suffer being alone now. But, like, what was the thing that the kid did wrong? Not having Christmas spirit. That's not... Well, what about people that don't celebrate Christmas? Krampus comes for them every year, apparently. That's... That's all kinds of wrong. So, it it comes to the big point where the kid's, like, standing up to Krampus. It's all kind of fuzzy, but, like, originally you think the Krampus is gonna leave. Like, alright, like, you're last. Mm Mm-hmm. Goodbye. <laughs> but no, he does take the kid. And okay. at the very end, oh, you think, like, everyone's dead. Like, okay, like, wow, it's everyone's gone. And then at the end, like, you know, you, they wake up and it's like, a happy Christmas morning and everyone's opening presents and pancakes and everything's fine. Everything's mm, great. Sure it is. No one's missing. No one's dead. And everyone's just happy, and oh, we're all in a snow globe trapped in Santa's workshop. I mean, Krampus's workshop somewhere. So what's the lesson we're supposed to take from this? Enjoy Christmas spirit, or Krampus is going to put you in a snow globe. And have Christmas spirit forever? Yes. I don't... I don't... I feel like the kid the kid didn't even do anything wrong. That was pretty much my thought throughout this whole movie. No. I'm like, does he really is this is a little much. Yeah, it sounds like if anything, the parents deserve to like get kidnapped. You no, know, I'm like, okay, you know, he, he's like a kid and he wants to enjoy the holiday, but his family is making it impossible, so he's frustrated. Yeah. He didn't mean to actually summon a demon to, like, kill everyone. Yeah, it's like, it would be different if the kid was like, okay, I found this ritual on the dark web, let me summon Krampus. Oh no, not the dark web. It always comes back to the dark web, but it's, oh my god, remember those emails to Santa? There's, like, dark web versions where you email Krampus. (laughs) I remember one time my mom got one of those, like, letters to Santa, Uh and Santa told me that I was not really the best girl and I had to like do more to help around the house and get better grades and I was crying. Oh no. No, that's not right. I have a moral issue with things like that, but we'll talk about it a little bit more later. Um so so going back to this movie, it just seems very mean-spirited because he didn't do anything wrong. I mean, I feel like first of all, the movie didn't know what it wanted to do. Yeah, it's like 
again, when I saw Adam Scott turn up in the trailer, I'm like, okay, this is going to be a comedy, right? And then the trailer was serious, so I was like, okay, maybe it was like a misleading trailer, you know, how some people, you know, they'll make things like that, and then you go and it's a comedy, or, you know, it's completely serious. But no, it sounds like it's played, it does, It sounds like it doesn't know what it wants to be. Yeah, exactly. It's like trying to be a horror comedy, but it doesn't succeed at either, because- I don't think any horror comedies have ever succeeded. There are some that I think are good. They're very rare, and they're very difficult to do. But this ain't this ain't it. <laughs> Do you have any comments you want to bring up about Krampus the movie? The movie? Yeah. It was bad. <laughs> That's it. Yes. <laughs> it was bad. It was bad. Who was in it? Uh, Adam Scott apparently. All oh, right, he's a dude from Parks and Rec. Yeah. Sad. <laughs> sad. <laughs> bad and sad. Those are Alice's comments. Bad and sad. Love it. <laughs> But, um, it was a packed theater, though. It was a packed theater, and I feel like everybody was with us on this ride of, like, what the hell? Yeah, <laughs> yeah I was excited about it, because, like, even back in 2015, Krampus was a huge meme. Like, we were talking mm-hmm. about Krampus being a meme in high school. So that's this is way past high school for us. Was this one of those theaters where, like, people were making commentary as it went along, and that made it a little more bearable? Boo. No, it was, because I remember someone... No, I'm mixing it up now with... Annabelle. Oh, that was beautiful. Because I was like, oh, didn't someone like leave and they were all upset because people wouldn't shut up? But that was that was Annabelle. That was Annabelle. Yeah, I think that was Annabelle. All right, never mind. Never mind that. (laughs) Yeah. So not even the audience was any fun. It sounds like. (laughs) Yeah. No, we were. It was a ride. Yeah, it sounds like a waste of money. Honestly, I still have my ticket stub. It was twelve ninety nine. Oh, that's really expensive. I'm glad theaters are dying, but it's. I checked it. Um, I was on Amazon for like four bucks to rent, and I was just like, no, <laughs> no. Well, yeah, I was just like, I'm not spending any of my hard-earned money on this. Yeah, please don't. <laughs> I mean, if you want a ride of a Christmas movie, mm-hmm. go for it. Is it so bad it's good? No. Okay. So it's just miserable, is what you're saying. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Well, you heard it here first, folks. Krampus is miserable. My word is law. Yep. Also, no one has reviewed this movie since it came out five years ago. Really? Uh, Yep. We're the first ones. Wow. (laughs) So. Yeah. Yeah. Moving on from whatever the heck that was. (laughs) Let's wrap up our thoughts and feelings and emotions on Uncle Krampo. How do you, how, what, what do you think of him? Of him? I think he's pretty neat. <laughs> I just think he's neat. <laughs> of the, like, I don't, I think the imagery, the idea of it is pretty neat. Mm-hmm. You know, it's not a lump of coal. It's like, you're gonna get your flesh eaten off. <laughs> Basically. And you get sent back home. Yep. <laughs> but, um, where would you rank him on the cryptid scale? Ooh, on the cryptid scale. Yeah, because I consider him a cryptid. Um, hmm. One being Mothman, like the best of the best, one being Mothman. One is Mothman. Um, actually, no, let's go ten is Mothman. Okay. One is, I don't know, like your cousin pretending to be Bigfoot. (laughs) One is the, um, oh, what's... What's a cryptid that is just absolutely ridiculous? Um, 
So okay. One is lizard people. Yeah. Ten is Mothman, our lord and savior. All right. Um. So Krampus. I'd make him a four. Really? He's really cool, but he's more of like kind of a spirit, and I feel like spirits and demons are a little different from and you know hang on hang on hang on um okay this is just reminding me of um an episode of joel's streams where he was arguing with people in chat if santa claus was a cryptid yeah santa claus is a cryptid yes that's why i'm considering krampus a cryptid (laughs) okay okay we're gonna consider santa a cryptid um six and a half i give him a strong seven okay because I think he's pretty cool. His design is somewhat lacking. But other than that, I like how horrifying he is. I like the, the fact that he's like the boogeyman of Christmas. Yeah. Oh. See, I would rank the boogeyman like as itself uh-huh, like no. a 10. Just like the concept of it. Yeah, the concept of boogeyman is a 10. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, so that's why yeah, I feel like a 7 is like up there. Alright, I think it's, it's generous. Yeah, it's like his... He's not, like, too horrifying, at least to me. I can understand how kids would be afraid of him. His, his design's, like, not I mean, out there enough. I think I would pee my pants if I saw Krampus in the middle of the night. I mean... <laughs> like, a goat man with horns and a long snake tongue. I'm used to it. Oh, sorry, that's just you on a Friday night. Yeah. <laughs> that's what I see every time I look in the mirror. <laughs> Do you ever look in mirrors at night? Like, no. if you wake up? Okay, good. Who wants to do that? That's how you get killed. Yeah, that don't do that, kids. Don't look in mirrors when you wake up at night. I also don't check the time when I wake up. I'm like, I don't want to know. Yeah. Sometimes <laughs> I check the time. But, um, <clears throat> anyway. <laughs> That's why I'm like, if I wake up and I see it's like 3 a.m., I'm just gonna have like, oh, shh. Someone's standing well, in the corner. <laughs> <laughs> just remember, I'm usually awake at 3 a.m., so if you see anyone, it's probably me. Oh, boy, 3 a.m.? <laughs> I actually had in my Facebook memories come up a thing where a cosplayer posted advice to use, like, a coat hanger to hold your wig heads and wigs. Uh-huh. And I had made a comment where I'm like, normal people get afraid of, like, a pile of clothes in the corner at night. Meanwhile, cosplayers sleep with this in the room. Yeah. With a all stick those, with heads. Yeah, it's like all those mannequin heads and everything. <laughs> Doesn't bother me one bit. Yep. Cosplayers. But, yeah, I am totally here for lesser-known folklore and cryptids, like, rising to the mainstream. Especially, like, with how weird some of them are. Yeah. It's like, I am here for Krampus being in every home. Forget Elf on the Shelf, Krampus on the... Slampus. Good job. (laughs) I did it. (laughs) Um, he's, He's neat. I just think he's neat. Um, however, one thing I will say is, uh, maybe don't tell these legends to kids seriously, because you're gonna traumatize them for life. Yeah. I, I, I don't know if this is me being a soft millennial or whatever, but I consider that child abuse. If you're just psychologically scarring children. It's like, why can't you just sit them down and explain why something is bad? I mean, depends. I'm on the side where I'm like, it depends on the severity. I don't know. I, I think telling kids that there's a boogeyman isn't super bad. I don't know. I just, I, I don't understand the need for it. It's just like, why not actually explain things to your kids rather than lying to them? 
Because, like, at some point, they're going to do something bad, and the boogeyman isn't going to come, and they're going to be like, well, I guess I can do whatever. <laughs> I feel like at some point, like, they just figure out he's not real. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'm all for shaping their moral compass, of course, mm-hmm. and talking to kids, but I'm also like, I don't really see the harm of being like, oh, there's a boogeyman who's going to come if he, if you're very, very bad. I don't know. I feel like the police was a scarier myth than when I was a kid. <laughs> I was so afraid of going to jail. That I, was the boogeyman in our house, too, was the police. I Yeah, it's just like, scare kids with the police if you really want to scare them. Be like, you're gonna go to jail. Okay, maybe not that, but it's just like, hey, Mr. <clears throat> Policeman's gonna have to talk to you. That was horrifying to me. It was like, and I had every right to be afraid. Now I feel so vindicated. <laughs> I think I've mentioned it before, and I'm not going to go into detail because I want to bring this up in another episode. But when we were little, we went through an actual, like, version of hell. What? Yeah. When we were in Portugal and Fatima, there was, like, a wax museum. Oh, I remember and you saying that. we were seen. we went through hell. Literally what was depicted to be hell. Good. <laughs> that scared me. Yeah, Maybe fine. don't, don't, you see, that's where I draw the line. I'm like, don't do that. D- don't instill, don't instill the fear of death into your children. Yes, let's do that. Okay. Mm-hmm. That's why I have issues with Krampus because so many are like, Krampus is going to flay your skin off and then you're going to die <laughs> if you, you know, don't brush your teeth. One thing my mom told me was like, your fingers will fall off if you keep sucking your thumbs. Mm-hmm. I think that's fine. It's still kind of fear mm-hmm. and it's a fear that worked to get you to stop doing something but it didn't traumatize and i don't think it would traumatize anyone i feel like it depends on the person because some people are more susceptible to being traumatized by things like that than they grow up to be hypochondriacs what people who are afraid of always being like sick and stuff because it's like i I don't know that's what happened with eric basically eric's like a completely different story (laughs) that's true I don't know. I always err on the side of caution. Just tell kids the truth is what I'm getting at. If you're not good, I'm going to return your PlayStation. That's the... See, that's scary to me. It's like, I want my... I want to keep my PS1. (laughs) Or whatever just came out. Kids these days are too smart, though, because they'll be like, you can't return it. Yeah, you can. (laughs) You can return it to the trash. That's also true. But also, then, like, Messing with your kids' possessions is yeah. also considered, like, a form of abuse. That's why I'm like, there's a line yeah. between, like, what's acceptable and what's not. Yeah, it's like, I, I think taking stuff away mm. is fine. If as you, long as you explain, you know, you did this, so X is happening. If you take away the PS5 because their grades are slipping, and you say, like, I'm not going to get it back until you get, like, you know, your grades back up, mm-hmm. that's fine. Mm-hmm. But if it's, like, you got a C and, and you take the PS5 and smash it outside, that's not fine. Yeah, it's, like, if you're smashing and, like, ripping up stuffed animals in front of them, maybe don't do that. So, like, okay, here's a good example of, like, that's acceptable fear, I guess. <laughs> Telling fear. your kids you have to brush your teeth every night or your teeth are gonna fall out. I mean, yeah, that's based in truth, so I'd be more okay with something like that. Mm-hmm. I I guess I'm more accepting of that is where, yeah. Yeah. It's just like, I don't know. I feel like stuff like this doesn't work with kids in the end. It just, it creates too many problems for it to be worth it. So it's just like, just tell kids if you're bad, you're not going to get presents. 
Because, like, that's scary to kids. They want toys on toy day. Oh, you know what was one? Hmm. Um, we were told that if we snuck under the tree and, like, pre-opened our gifts and, like, reclosed them, mm-hmm. that all the all the toys turned into clothes. <laughs> that's funny. I kind of like that. Because it's not fair. It's just setting you up for disappointment. <laughs> but, you know, it would, like, scare us because we're like, well, we don't want socks for Christmas. So I'm not going to open that box that looks exactly like the PlayStation 5. <laughs> yep. <laughs> so this is our goth child rearing episode. No. <laughs> that coming never, probably. Yeah. Who Who trusts us with kids? The wrong people. No. I've been told I'm actually really good with kids. I'm sure you are. Thanks. I've been told the same thing, and I'm just like, I'm good with kids for, like, a few hours, and then I need to leave. (laughs) Yeah. I'll be sitting on the couch, and I'm like, no, we gotta finish watching Mulan. No, we can't switch to Frozen now. We have to finish watching Mulan. And then they they leave, and I'm just sitting on the couch still watching Mulan. Who is that girl (laughs) I see? has actually happened. I had to change Mulan because one of the kids was afraid of um the bad guy. Oh my god. And I was like, are you serious right now? I'm like, I have to, the movie just started and we have yeah. to turn it off because you're afraid of him. Cool. I'm why give me kids? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, suck it up, Martha. That would be me with my kid. I'd be like, suck it up, we're watching Mulan. We have very different ideas of raising children. Very. And that's okay. Because this is a seaplane. <laughs> Speaking of Christmas clothes, there's another Christmas cryptid. There are several. There is. But what is the one that you would like to highlight for us? The Yule Cat. Yule Cat? What's that? He's, he's a Christmas cat, usually seen as like a giant cat, where if you are gifted clothes and you don't wear them, this cat will come and eat you. Okay. Well. That's it. I guess I have to wear all my Christmas clothes at once. Well, <laughs> wait, no. Is it all your Christmas clothes or do you have to wear just some of it? Something you got for Christmas. Okay. I feel like that's easy enough. But what if you don't get clothes for Christmas? Then you don't have to worry. I feel like that's not fair. The cat only comes because it's like you're being ungrateful. Okay. So as long as you're grateful, the cat will not go to you. Yeah. It's like, you have to wear the clothes you get to show that, like, you're appreciative, mm-hmm. and then the cat will not eat you. <laughs> you showed me pictures before of the Yule cat, and he, he looks so stupid. Oh, I love the Yule cat. He's, he's just, amazing. He's a giant, like, domestic cat who has a candle burning on his head. I mean, that was some depictions. Others, it, it's just a giant cat, which I'm like, I'll, I want to be friends. <laughs> yeah, right? I kind of want to summon the Yule cat and be friends with him. It's like Clifford the Big Red Dog, but a cat in Malicious. Yeah. <laughs> so what you're saying is a cat. Yes. <laughs> Honestly, I kind of want to just summon him. How do we summon him? We have to not wear our Christmas clothes. Yeah. I don't know if in, like, he's going to sense our hearts, like, genuinely love these gifts. Or if we have to, like, trick him. Or... It doesn't matter if you love it. You have to wear it. So, like, if someone yeah. gifted you a prom dress and you loved it, but you didn't wear it the next day, he's still gonna come for you. That's such a weird Christmas gift. But I'll, if anyone wants to send me a prom dress, I will gladly... Our P.O. boxes. 
<laughs> Email it to us at. <laughs> you wouldn't download a dress, would you? I would. That Those commercials were a lie. Oh my god. See, that's an example of trying to scare kids that didn't work. <laughs> that commercial was just dumb. It, it was very dumb. You wouldn't download a house. Yes, I would. I would absolutely in, download in a house. In this economy, absolutely. We saw something the other day where someone was wearing a t-shirt that said, like, you wouldn't download and it was something on it. Uh-huh. Do you remember what it was? I would download everything. Something with a DVD, I think. You wouldn't download a DVD? Something like that. Oh, so it's like the classic slogan? Yeah. yeah. I'd wear a t-shirt that was like that. Yeah. I love that that's become a meme because those commercials were so stupid and they did not work at all. No, that's why they didn't work because it was so ridiculous. Mm -hmm. You wouldn't download a house. Yes! We would all download a house. Yeah. If we could. Yeah, it's like, I want to get out of my apartment. I want a full house. And it really compared something as pretty pretty harmless Mm -hmm. as pirating to, like, stealing a car. Yeah. It's it's not the same thing. <laughs> no. Don't pirate kids. Don't pirate kids or don't pirate comma kids. Both? Both. Let's <laughs> yeah. do both. Don't be Krampus. Don't get don't have a weird sack and like decide the morality of these children. Mm-hmm. I've got my own Yule cat here. Oh. You need to put like a little fake candle on his head. I've got his sweater, we could put him in the sweater. Close enough. <laughs> so do you have any fun plans for the holidays? No, actually, um, we finally confirmed what the holiday plans are going to be for our family. All right. I'm dropping off my parents' gifts and coming back to the apartment. That's fair. Yeah. Um, I better see everyone <laughs> in their homes for Christmas. Or else. If you're doing something small, that's fine, too. That's when Krampus is going to come. Krampus is going to come because you're not socially distancing. Krampus is wearing, like, a cool mask. <laughs> You better wear your mask or else Krampus is going to come and make you wear a mask forever. He's going to rip out your tongue. <laughs> and make you wear it as a mask. <laughs> that's a badass mask. I know, right? That'd be, honestly, that's kind of cool. Um, so for Christmas, um, I'm going to go over my stepmother's house. It's only going to be four of us, though. So don't worry. We will be responsible. It's going to be small, but... Um, at least I, almost all the presents are here. Yay. Because, oh my god, UPS, USPS, rather, is, um, is having a grand old time. Yeah. Yeah, I'm so sorry to all the mail carriers out there. Who Tip are, your mail carriers. Yeah, everyone, they're all getting blamed. Them and, like, poor, like, store owners, it's just, like, who have no control over USPS. I'm a bookkeeper, and I'm getting blamed for not depositing people's rent checks, and I'm like, they're not on my desk, what do you want me to do? Yeah, right? I was the entire shipping department at uh, one of my previous jobs, and during the holiday season, I always got complaints where it's like, I don't know where it is! And I'm just like, I... We ship through USPS. Once it's out of our hands, it's literally out of our hands. You know, we can track it for you, but that's about the best we can do. And it's like, I gave you the tracking number, too, so what do you want? Oh, and I will always get blamed for things being broken, too. And I'm just like, once we hand it off, we don't know what happens. I don't deliver it straight to your house, so I don't know what you want from me. So just be kind, be understanding, especially for small businesses, too. 
because they had it rough enough this year. Mm-hmm. They don't need to, you know, also be dealing with death threats because little Timmy's, you know, Christmas present's going to be a day late. Yeah. And I saw this um, graphic on Facebook today, so I'm going to share it. There is also, if you can't necessarily shop small for whatever reason, mm-hmm. um, shop eco-friendly. Yes. Buy classes or experiences. Yes. Uh, subscriptions. <laughs> fruits. Yeah. Things you don't have to wrap. That's something I'm trying to be more conscious of is how much stuff I use for like wrapping and stuff like that. Mm-hmm. So pretty much everyone is just getting stuff in its original box. <laughs> That's another thing. Krampus will come after you if you're being wasteful. I mean, this year, unfortunately, is the year where I've used the most wrapping paper in a while. How dare you? But at least my Portuguese family saves every single Christmas bag ever. Yep. You guys are saving the environment. <laughs> By being cheap. <laughs> That's how it works. Honestly, it's always the the people who have less money that do the most for the environment. Yeah, because like, saving the environment saves you money, so... Yeah, so take that, billionaires. You're the problem, <laughs> not us. You recycle. You reduce. You and I are both... We're not from the bull thing, but you and I both celebrate Christmas Eve. Like, that's the yeah. day. We're both of Latin origin. If you expand it to mean, like, Latin from Rome. (laughs) (laughs) If you expand it that much. Yeah. If you stretch the rubber band wide enough. (laughs) Yeah, then... (laughs) It works. All right? You just need to stretch it almost to the breaking point. (laughs) So, yes. We both celebrate Christmas, really, on Christmas Eve. Yes. So, Christmas Day stuff, we sometimes do it. Like, in my family, it was always... You stay up till midnight, you open one present, and then you go to sleep and get the rest of them. So in our family, it was very similar. You know, we we get together Christmas Eve, we feast. Yes. And feasting. in our house, it's literally just constant eating. Yes. And, you know, the kids playing video games, you wait till midnight, and then we all open our presents. All of them. Mm-hmm. Because now it's Christmas. Mm-hmm. And That's the- cheating. <laughs> And then we would go back to our house because my my family, my parents, they never did Christmas Eve because my mom would usually do Christmas Day. Uh-huh. So then we would go back to our house and that's when we would open up the rest of the presents that were under our tree. Mm-hmm. And that was usually when Santa had already come. Yeah. The, the way that, that's how they kind of got around it in my family too because we were also taught to believe in Santa Claus. So it was like, okay, you open one present, that's from the family. And then you go to sleep and then that's when Santa's gifts appear. Oh, Santa gave you guys more than one? Yeah. Your Santa was generous. <laughs> <laughs> well, I mean, you know, it was more stuff from the mm-hmm. family, and we had a huge family, so. And another thing is, um, we grew up, it's so sad, because I remember growing up every Christmas Eve, and before we would leave, my mom would always be like, oh, hold on, wait, I forgot something, and she would run back into the house, and we'd be sitting in the car like, ugh, mom, let's go! Yeah. <laughs> oh, that was, it was Santa. <laughs> One year, my dad told us that Santa didn't want milk and cookies. He wanted beer and cheese. No. <laughs> beer and cheese? Why not wine and cheese? <laughs> dad likes beer. I Don't you mean Santa? Um, Santa, Santa likes beer and cheese. That sounds like an awful combination when you're delivering gifts everywhere. Yeah. Poor Santa having to eat all that food. <laughs> I mean, he's probably doing all right. Yeah. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we have any other specific traditions. 
Ooh, you guys do yearly ornaments, right? Yeah, a new ornament every year. I love that so much. It's always like, ooh, no, I want this one. No, wait, that one. I pick the most weirdest clashing ornament in the world. Yep, I always pick, like, the goth one. (laughs) Like, there's a huge Nightmare Before Christmas ornament from however many years ago on our Christmas tree. One year I chose a whale. I chose a peacock. (laughs) I I love my whales. I want a whale. (laughs) One year I chose a completely weird colored one that was full of sparkles. I love it. It's great. What else did I pick? Uh, There's Jack Jack Skellington's up there. I think there's like, yeah, there's a guitar. (laughs) There's probably another skull. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> the Christmas skull. We have the um, VW bus over there. Oh, I love it. I said over there, but I don't actually have a tree. It's just out. Yeah. <laughs> the, the VW bus ornament is trees, just out. Yeah, trees are expensive. And apparently, you know, tree shops are, like, being ridiculous this year. Well, I have a fake tree, but it was just... It was accidentally buried under the stairs, uh-huh. and it would take a lot of effort and a lot of strength to get it, so I'm like, no. forget it. Yeah. Bring in, like, a branch or something. <laughs> I kept saying that. I'm like, I'm gonna go to a dollar store and get, like, a little tree, but at this point I'm like, there's less than ten days until yeah. Christmas. I don't think I'm gonna. Get a cactus. Get a cactus. And Binks for eat it? Yeah. <laughs> and Binks for eat it. <laughs> and Binks for eat it. <laughs> he ate my first cactus. I don't think I'm gonna get another one. He ate my shake. <laughs> What do you want for Christmas? What do I want for Christmas? I want... Oh my god, I remember one year for Christmas I made a very long list of specific My Little Ponies that I wanted. <laughs> I did that too! It's like, I want My Little Pony... I wrote out the whole thing. I was like, My Little Pony... Uh, Rainbow Dash. <laughs> my like, Little Pony... It, ha- it came with a list in the box. Yeah. So I would just go yeah. by my list of what like I didn't have. And I'm yeah. like, okay, I need Sunflower Sparkles. Mm-hmm. Sunflower Sparkles 2. <laughs> uh, Daisy Sparkles. Daisy su- Sparkles Sunflower. They're all different, darn it. <laughs> I had so many My Little Ponies. Me too. And right now, they're all at my old house. I think I still have like one or two. Oh. <laughs> um... What do I want for Christmas this year? Um, cool clothes. <laughs> when you get older, you want clothes. Yeah, yeah. Because it's like, there's only so many toys you can have. And I do occasionally collect figurines, but I'm just like, I'm trying to refine my aesthetic, so any clothing or jewelry is just like... I agree. Um, I'm, we're not allowed to say money. So. Yeah. <laughs> money is too easy. You know what? I kind of want an iWatch, an Apple Watch. Ooh. I don't know why, but I want one. It just, it, it feels like it like it makes you important. Because I, I love seeing people, like, holding their wrist up and they're just, like, swiping. And now I have the perfect nails for it, too. So it's just, like... And they have an Animal Crossing wallpaper. Oh, they do? Yeah. <laughs> Is that the main reason? <laughs> no. Aw. For Christmas, you want Hamfrey to come home? I do. I'm sorry. He'll come home eventually. I got Rhonda, so it's okay. Yep. Hamfrey is an angry hamster that Sylvia desperately wants. He's a tiny, angry hamster. Who could not want that? That's true. (laughs) And you can put him right next to your other tiny hamster. Yes, and they'll be friends. The tiny, stupid hamster. 
Ooh, what's the best Christmas gift you ever got? Ooh, that's a good question. Um, I've had a few really good gifts. I got the Barbie dream house when I was younger. Oh, lucky. Um, a DS, which was like my first, this is just mine mm-hmm. video game. Because before I always got the hand-me-downs or I shared with my older brother. Yeah. So this was like, this one's mine. Mm-hmm. Oh, oh, I got a laptop. Just when, like, that I'm obsessed with the internet stage of my life was starting. Oh, my God. I remember that. So, that one was pretty neat. A recent one is the ukulele I got from Alice. Oh, play it. That wasn't it. Yes, it was. You're lying. I not. No. (laughs) What about you? Let's see. When I was a kid... Um, I got this My Little Pony castle the same year that I wrote down all the My Little Ponies that I wanted. (laughs) That was absolutely amazing. Um, When I got older, honestly, one of the best Christmas gifts I ever got was my dad and stepmother donated, I forget how much food to a cat shelter in my name. Oh. I know. So I got, like, some swag from them, too, and it's, like, cute stuff. Like, I'm only talking to my cat today. You know, it's, like, very, like, wine mom type stuff, but I like wearing it just because it makes me remember that, and it makes me, it just warms my heart. I was thinking of doing something similar that I think I'm going to do for either my mom's birthday or Mother's Day instead. I'm not going to say what, because in case... Heaven forbid, this is the one episode she listens to. <laughs> Quick, hide this from Sylvia's mom. She can't know. <laughs> I'll tell you later, but... Okay, sounds good. Off pod. Any other great gifts? Um, Eric is basically letting me pick my gifts, so... Oh, what are you going to get? I don't know yet. Oh, great. I need a budget, cause, or else I'll just spend a stupid amount of money on, like, two things. It is currently... December 19th, and Alice and I have still held strong to the no gifts. As far as you know. I swear to God, she better not. She's not in the room right now. She's not. She left. She's probably taking a nap now. Yeah, so we may never know until Christmas whether that was actually upheld or not. It will be. Sure it will. Sure, Jan. I still need to get ingredients to do baking. Mm -hmm. I won't cook for Christmas. I only make some sweets. Yeah, Christmas sweets are good. Ooh, I want some coquito. That's what I'm gonna make. You see the cans on the on the table? I see it. I need more though. Mm-hmm. I actually need just one <laughs> I more. Need more. <laughs> Leave me alone. <laughs> Sorry. Okay. All right, everyone. So thank you for tuning into this episode. This is gonna be. No, we have one more episode before the new year, right? Yeah, one more before the new year. Okay, so... Um, this one's actually coming out on the holiday. Yeah. So, not quite Happy New Year, but Happy Holidays from us at Goth Topic. I know we talked a lot about Christmas, but we are all about inclusivity here. So, whatever you celebrate or don't celebrate, have a good time. We made it through 2020. Thank God. And now we're going to go into the um, Saturn and Aquarius. Ew. So... All right. Hang in there. Can we go back, actually? No. <laughs> if only. We're, we'll, we'll be fine. Yeah, we'll figure it out. And we'll we'll be here with you guys in the, in the post-apocalyptic world, still broadcasting through tin cans. Yep. 
Well, that's it for today, guys. Don't forget to subscribe and we'll put out new episodes every week. Follow us on Twitter and Instagram at GovTopicPod, where you'll find updates, our own musings, as well as sharing our favorite memes and videos. All of our links used for the hard, heavy research will be down below. Give us a rating on iTunes and we'll shout you out on a future episode. Tell us what you think. Shoot us a DM, add us, or email us at GovTopicPod at gmail.com. Thank you guys so, 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 so much. Thank you guys. I can't believe we're wrapping up another year of this podcast. I know, this is crazy. It really is. I have no idea, like, when we first started talking about it, that we would be here over a year later. Still doing it. Still going strong. Still, people still want to listen. Yes. Thank you guys so much i know we thank you like multiple times every episode but i can't stress it enough you're gonna another you're gonna get another sobbier thank you when the years and probably next episode (laughs) (laughs) we're gonna do drunk new years that might be fun it might be i don't know looking back on the whole year we already did something like that yeah we yeah we already did our retrospective so shoot we're gonna have to have goth resolutions do you have any lined up yet no now um but i'm working on it besides time isn't real yeah that's make, true make resolutions whenever you want to all right Alrighty. thanks guys Thank happy you. holidays happy holidays bye, bye. bye.